Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson in the morning with 94.9 KISS FM. Cash codes, we're back at it for your day. A chance to win $2,000, maybe even the $10,000 grand prize. Get your first code coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, right around 8.20. Thanks to the Advocates Injury Attorneys. All right, KISS FM mobile app. We've got a story right there. And this is a... It's it's a story, but then there's also the story within the story. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, saw this online yesterday. Uh, a survey detailing uh, the favorite retro toy in every single state in the U.S. So, of course, we were curious what Montana's pick was. Uh, Spillsbury put this list together, and Montana's choice was the Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> it's just such a... I mean, there's just nothing, nothing to do with that toy. <laughs> I mean, right, you shake it a couple of times, it gives you different answers, and then you're done with it, right? Theoretically. Yeah. Uh, but that was Montana's choice was Magic 8-Ball. We were one of only two states that picked the Magic 8-Ball. Uh, Vermont was the other one. Barbie was kind of the big one throughout that the country. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, but kind of reading through this list and seeing the different states, it reminded me of this uh, old special on VH1. I mean, VH1 used to do the, like, I love the 70s, oh, I love great. the 80s. used to love those. Yeah. And uh, they also did one called I Love Toys, which was like a 100-to-1 countdown of, like, the top toys yeah. ever created. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, I loved I Love Toys. I used to watch that all the time. And, uh, yeah, the Magic 8-Ball, I'm pretty sure, was on there. So I looked it up. Magic 8-Ball turned out to be number 100 on the list. Hey, it's on the list. Yeah, made the cuts. Uh, so, you know, I, I was watching that. And you can actually look all of I Love Toys and all, all those I Love specials. They're on YouTube. Like, somebody has uploaded them in, like, terrible VHS quality, like, with grainy sound <laughs> filters and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it looks bad. It's, like, tough to actually sit there and watch them. I'm surprised that they're not, not actually there, you know. <clears throat> Loaded by whoever did them. Yeah, you know, I mean, you'd think so. VH1 uh, could probably put ad revenue on there yeah. and get some I Love stuff going on. But uh, in any case, that stuff's up there on YouTube. Somebody has uploaded them. And it kind of just made me nostalgic. And I was going through some of them. And uh, there's a few, th- like, a few just jokes from I Love Toys specifically, for whatever reason, that just stuck with me for years and years. One of which was uh, Gilbert Gottfried yelling about Erector sets. Like, he just... <laughs> Just kept yelling about them. Uh, and as, I, as he would do. Right. And uh, that would, like, crack me up when I was, like, 13 watching the show. And, uh, you know, I, I looked up that clip and, you know, put it in the uh, article and stuff. It's like, ah, oh, man, it was, like, I was just nostalgic for this. This was great. And then, like, 20 minutes later, the news broke that uh, Gilbert Gottfried died. Like, 20 minutes after I published this article, yeah. uh, Gilbert Gottfried uh, passed away, which, man. And I had just saw the, the article. Yeah. And so I read it, and I saw, I saw Gilbert Gottfried there, that part at the end, and then... It was even shorter than that. It was maybe ten minutes that I saw the the upload on my phone that he'd passed. And I was like, "Wow, how crazy! How crazy is that?" That Mike just used him as an example, and yeah, there's a you know the video you could watch, and then, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, definitely crazy. I mean, that was uh, another shocking bit of news too. Which I mean, just to lose Gilbert Gottfried uh, along with like Norm Macdonald, Bob Saget, and Louis Anderson all in the same like year is uh, it's pretty upsetting. That's like an entire class of incredibly filthy comedians all at once. <laughs> I uh, I saw. I haven't really followed the story real close, but I kind of I, I read it on I think it was TMZ when it happened. Yeah, it said, it said he had some kind of like you know a heart issue. It was like muscular dystrophy, I believe it was. Uh, type two myotonic dystrophy, which yeah. is a form of muscular dystrophy. Uh, only sixty seven, man. Just yeah, pretty sad, wild. Sad all the way around. Yeah, of course. I mean, kids know him for Aladdin. He played Iago. Of course, he was the Aflac Duck until he was fired because he was too filthy as a comedian. Uh, <laughs> but his his comedy stuff is really like the, you know that's that's the Gilbert Gottfried stuff that people are gonna remember him for. I think. Oh, stand up for sure. Yeah, he was the, always a part of the Comedy Central roast. Yep, so good. Yeah, that was bummer news to see yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but speaking of, speaking of toys, being nostalgic and favorite old toys, when you have kids, kind of stay in the loop because like. 
toys come back around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, the other week, I think uh, my daughter got, like, the board game Operation. Okay. Oh, sweet, <laughs> yes. And then finally realizing, God, this is so flimsy. And right. Just, you know, uh, when, you, when you just take the different perspective when you're an adult. Uh, but the, like, they haven't updated operation at all in the last like forty years. <laughs> I think it got worse. I think it got cheaper. Let's yeah. actually produce it for less. But just like shoots and ladders, like sure. oh, I ho cherry, like these got all these games. Where I'm like, ah oh, man, I remember all these things. Yep. Like, it, was, it was great. Uh, guess who and stuff like that. Yeah, I loved I, Guess Who. I, I haven't kid. played forever. Where it's like she gets it and it's you know it's new to her. But I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Montana's favorite retro toy. Check out the story. We got it posted. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KissFM. If you 94.9 KissFM, Smith and Nelson with what's newsy and noteworthy. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. A family in Canada ordered Domino's pizza last Tuesday and within 30 minutes, their cat was stolen by the delivery driver. Uh, they what? They have doorbell surveillance footage that shows the driver walking off their porch with the cat in his arms uh, in broad daylight. Puts the cat in his car, takes off. What are you uh, doing? Yeah, so the family called Domino's, uh, and they were connected directly to the driver, who claimed he thought the cat was a stray. That doesn't really <laughs> add up, uh, because he apparently abandoned the cat about six miles away and drove off. Uh, the driver took the cat from the porch, uh, so he's not an outdoor cat, but he occasionally sits on the porch. Good news is the cat's back home now. Family started a social media campaign. He was found safe. As for the driver, police are still investigating. It's actually not clear if the guy actually worked for Domino's or if it was like a delivery service or something like that. So, oh, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. What are you doing? But kind of crazy. Uh, this is a fun one. Police in Florida arresting a man for impersonating a DEA agent. This is one of those stories where it's like, hmm, pick your battles, man. <laughs> 57-year-old told the uh, staff at Wendy's, he wanted a law enforcement discount on a Frosty and said he would report them to corporate if they didn't give it to him. He flashed his badge. They ended up calling the police on the guy. Cops charged him with impersonating a law enforcement officer. <laughs> a Frosty, if you get a free Frosty, what do you say? Like two bucks? Yeah, I mean, that's like yeah, two yeah. and a half. That's a pretty cheap uh, treat at he, Wendy's. He's not sure. even getting a free one. He just wants the discount. He's, it's like <laughs> all the, now Gotta save that 80 cents. <laughs> now he's arrested for trying to save a dollar or whatever Man. it was. Come on. That's crazy. Uh, Lululemon, of course, they do workout clothes, and they tend to not be cheap, so they've announced an exciting new opportunity. Uh, you can save money by purchasing used items that some stranger has already done a bunch of yoga sessions in or whatever. Uh, but basically, over the past year, they've tested out this resale program for used clothing. They're now expanding it to all their stores and online. Uh, basically, they buy back used products in exchange for Lululemon store credits, and then they sell that uh, on their website. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, this is kind of interesting. If you're a uh, fan of horror movies or spooky uh, stuff, and sure, maybe Halloween comes around, you're into the haunted house stuff. There's an escape room inspired by the movie It is going to open in Las Vegas in the fall. Okay, twenty interactive rooms that resemble the town of Derry. You're going to be fighting off Pennywise, the clown. The rooms are going to have state-of-the-art lighting, special effects, and live actors. That sounds pretty fun. If you like to be a uh, Creeped out and scared. Yeah. This might be the, uh, the the place to do it. That sounds really cool. I like that. Uh, the Rock World is mourning the breakup of influential 70s punk band Max Creeps. Uh, a lot of artists like Slash, Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses, Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day, Henry Rollins, Marky Ramone, Sum 41, Shooter Jennings, uh, all among these stars, paying tribute to Max Creeps, reminiscing about what the band meant to them. The twist 
Max Creeps probably doesn't exist. Probably doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, there is a Facebook page, but it looks like somebody just set it up within the last year. And there is a listing for an album on Amazon, uh, but it's supposedly only available on cassettes. Uh, and there's a Reddit thread of people trying to figure out the identity of Max Creeps because nobody has heard of this band. Uh, but the tributes are so specific that people are thinking it's some kind of like marketing stunt for something. Uh, okay. uh, like it's the side project of one of the artists that are involved in this. Maybe like Billy Joe Armstrong because he has a bunch of those. Uh, but yeah, it would be cool if it is someone's secret band. They got all these guys to kind of help them pull it off. But uh, the way they're kind of saying it's like, oh, Max Priest, they influenced The Clash and The Sex Pistols. <laughs> they're one of the great punk bands of Seattle and all that kind of stuff. But there's no trace of them online at all. Even if it turns out to be just like a marketing thing. I mean, they got some pretty big names involved. They really did, that, yeah. That's a success right there. Kind of cool. All right, final one. A three-year-old girl in Kansas recently called 911 to order some McDonald's. She got a hold of her mother's phone, called in 911 with her order. Parents uh, apologized. <laughs> she hung up. You know, 911 calls you back to be like, oh, yeah. we just got a call. So they called. The parents apologized. And then what do you think happened next? I'm guessing a, a police officer or something showed up with some McDonald's. There you go. Two police officers <laughs> showed up at the house with a Happy Meal. I guess it was a slow night. Took selfies with the uh, girl. Reminded her that 911's for emergency only. I, but... I feel like this is just going to encourage her to, uh, you know, whenever she wants McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. Now I know I can just call 911. <laughs> That's true. She went, yeah, she's three years old thinking, wait a minute, it worked last time. Yeah. Mm, might backfire a little bit. All right, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy for your morning. It's Kiss. This part of Smith & Nelson in the Morning, brought to you by Hunter Bay Coffee, Montana's premium gourmet coffee roaster. It's country leader 94.9 Kiss FM, Smith & Nelson in the Morning, 820. That'll be your first code word and your chance to win with double dollars. You can put $2,000 in your pocket today. Maybe even grand prize. Hey. $10,000 up for grab. Not bad at all. First code word coming up at 820 this morning. Part of the morning brought to us by Taco Time. That's right. Check out the fish taco at Taco Time. Filled with crispy white fish, shredded cheddar, cabbage, and salsa fresco with creamy cilantro lime sauce. Available right now at Taco Time on North Reserve. We did it. As a state, we now have the bragging rights for creating the world's largest belt buckle. They, they called us mad. They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. <laughs> Proved everybody wrong. <laughs> Saw this story yesterday. Montana Silversmiths, which uh, apparently is a is a uh, company there in Columbus, Montana. They do uh, some pretty amazing stuff. I was looking at their Facebook page. Yeah, they create uh, they have belt buckles and then uh, like other custom jewelry and stuff as well. Okay, but uh, these belt buckles are amazing, and uh, a lot of the times they're being like handed out for people that uh, you know are, are winning rodeo events uh, and stuff like that. Right. So I saw there was like. Don't don't ask me exactly what it was, but it's kind of like you know, Miss Blank, fill it in, Miss Rodeo Queen here. <laughs> yeah, this, and, you know, it's kind of being awarded for stuff like that. So they've got some amazing pieces. Cool. You can tell when you look at it, you're like, wow, okay, that's some uh, that's some high quality stuff, a lot of time and effort, and uh, you know, it's it's not just your uh, your your average buckles here. We're right. talking some 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 good stuff. Not your knockoff belt buckle you got for like five dollars on Amazon or something. Yeah, exactly. It's the real deal. Montana Silversmiths, they're uh, celebrating 50 years next year, and uh, they decided that uh, they had to do something big this year, and uh, big would be the key word. Okay. As in Guinness World Record big. 
with the world's biggest belt buckle. Yes, Montana Silversmiths has developed the world's biggest belt buckle, uh, which I, I guess there are like some strict requirements for this uh, record. I didn't even know this was a record before this. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if it was. Okay. Um, I guess they asked Guinness like what it would take to uh, but, you know do this belt buckle. But you would think it was, right? Yeah. Because otherwise you could just do like a belt buckle that's five times the size of a regular one and say, that's a record. <laughs> right. No, this is a, yeah, it had to be like, it had to be like authentic enough so that like, theoretically, somebody could wear it. Okay. Even so, though it's, So you can't just make like a 20 foot belt buckle or something and call it good kind of thing. You couldn't just do like a big old oval. Right. Say, ah, there's the belt buckle. I mean, it had to have the latch and everything <laughs> on the back. Uh, but how about this bad boy? 10 feet, six inches tall. Wow. 14, uh, about a little over 14 and a half feet wide. And the thing weighed a thousand pounds when it was all said and done. It's basically, I mean, this so, is supposed to be something that somebody could conceivably wear. Is it, that what it is? It's a replica of like one of their most popular buckles. Okay. But then just, you know, blown up. So, honey, honey, I blew up the belt buckle. Uh, I would like to see somebody try to wear the 1,000 pound belt buckle. It's, t- <laughs> it's taller and wider than you are. It's, uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, a thousand pounds. They had to. They did it in like four pieces. Wow! And they they sent it down to. They have like a, a showroom down in Dallas. They sent it down there. They had some sort of like a fashion event going on. And they they assembled it, put it together. Guinness was there, measured it, and uh, confirmed that it's a world record. Yeah. And then it's uh, apparently going to kind of go. This happened back in uh, like late January officially. Uh, I think they just got like the confirmation that it is like in the record book. Because uh, I saw Guinness, it was just yesterday they had something kind of on their page, but uh, apparently it's going to kind of kind of tour the country. It's going to be like a uh, like a, a a rolling attraction. That's, oh, cool! It's going to be making the rounds, and then they said eventually it'll uh, it'll call Montana home. I'm not sure exactly where they're going to put it. If nice. It's going to be kind of at the shop or right. somewhere. Yeah, or... you would think maybe like the Montana, like the Western Montana Fair would be a cool place to display for a little while at least, right here in Missoula. I would I would think places like that would be. What they would be wanting to hit when they're maybe all about the uh, giant world, world record size belt buckle, yeah. When you're taking it out and around, but then uh, then when it's a permanent place, I don't know, it's going there, you know, their their company, uh, some sort of a museum or what? The no. official belt buckle museum of Montana. Not exactly sure, but there you go. We have done it, ladies and gentlemen. When they talk about the world's largest belt buckle, they can't do it without mentioning Montana. <laughs> Montana Silversmiths. Uh, if you check out the article, there's kind of a there's a video that you can watch. There's a, a link to their Facebook page. There's the the person that works for the company standing in front of it with like a, a little kind of certificate, right? Which I can't see. It's a little blurry, but I'm guessing that's probably from Guinness saying you, you did it or whatever. Yeah, it's a good thing they actually did accomplish becoming the world's largest belt buckle because they wrote on the belt buckle "world's largest <laughs> belt buckle." That would have been unfortunate <laughs> if they measured it and went, "No, you made a you made an error, just a little too small." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's a good point. All right, but if you want to uh, check out pictures of it, it's just kind of fun that it came from Montana and a, yeah, and a Montana company put Definitely. It together. Love that. Uh, check it out. It's actually pretty cool, and it's. It's huge, especially yes. with someone standing in front of it, and it just it, it dwarfs them. It's crazy. Uh, but you can see it for yourself. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app for more. On 94.9 KissFM. Smith & Nelson's Odds and Ends on 94.9 KissFM. Yes, it is. Some odds and ends to your morning. And Easter is this coming Sunday, and uh, this kind of happens every year. Uh, so animal rights advocates trying to get ahead of it a little bit saying hey 
If you're thinking of buying your kids a pet rabbit for Easter, <laughs> don't. It's kind of what they seems like the thing to do. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, I think it, it, rabbit sales kind of go up around Easter time because it's with the holiday mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but rabbits have to be spayed or neutered, just like dogs and cats, and that can cost 300 bucks. Uh, if you don't do it, they can become aggressive, bite your kid, and uh, kids also tend to lose interest in rabbits once they get bigger, so you have to be the one who takes care of it. So rabbits are often bought as Easter gifts and then end up in animal shelters or just abandoned, and so, yeah, they're saying don't do that this year. And they go to the bathroom so much. Also that. <laughs> uh, this is kind of interesting. This is a study from a university in Germany says that surgeons who listen to ACDC while operating are more accurate and efficient than surgeons who don't. Surgeons who listen to Highway to Hell and TNT <laughs> reduce their incision time from 236 seconds to 139. And they go on to talk about how that it can enhance your surgical performance. I don't know, but I was thinking, like, if you're on the other side of that, you're being operated on. Are you are you rooting like, you know, yeah, yeah, come on, doctor. <laughs> go faster when you're doing my doing right. my procedure. That's just what I want you to do. Yeah. Just just go more fast. Go faster. Yeah. When it's all over, the patient's like, what did you do to me? And the surgeon's like, shoot, bam. I was rocking out. Thunderstruck. <laughs> uh, divorce lawyer on TikTok is uh, catching heat after naming the top jobs you should avoid in a spouse. I guess catching heat from the people who have those jobs. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, saying the jobs that women should avoid in a spouse all have to do uh, with men who tend to be more narcissistic and controlling. And she says the top five jobs are pilots, surgeons, firemen, cops. And members of the military. Those are the uh, top five jobs she sees the most often uh, as far as divorce lawyer goes. Interesting. Yep. Country music's highest paid artist. Any guess who would be number one for uh, Highest paid artist in country music? I have no idea. The Forbes list is out. It says Blake Shelton. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. $83 million. Luke Bryan was in second. Uh, Dolly Parton, third place on the list. Okay. She, she was ahead of Chris Stapleton and Florida Georgia Line that finished out the top five. All right, there you go. I was going to ask if Taylor Swift still counted, but I guess not. She's probably higher than all of them, but yeah, in a different category. I don't think she's on that country music list anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, people on TikTok have been doing the water cup challenge uh, where you fill a cup with water and then take turns adding a tiny bit or maybe even just like one drop of water to it until it spills over. Uh, the loser gets soaked or tossed into a swimming pool. Uh, kind of started last month with some NFL players. Juju Smith-Schuster and A.J. Green posted a video of themselves and a few other guys doing the challenge, and it has kind of gone around from there. I watched one of those the other day, and it's pretty crazy how... You know, how high you can build that water Yeah, just adding a very little it, bit to it. It yeah. really go like, over the over the lip of the cup, and yep. you're like, how is that still not spilling? Yep. <laughs> it's, it's pretty intense. It does. All right, a couple, uh, couple of things that happened on this date... About 1902, first J.C. Penny store was opened from one James C. Penny. Ah, I see why he went. <laughs> I the did name. not know that the, the founder of J.C. Penny was named James C. Penny, there but that's is. great. Uh, this date, 1992, Pepsi introduced Crystal Pepsi. Ah, and they've been a uh, massive success. I haven't heard the end of it since. And then this date, 1997, 21 years old, Tiger Woods became the youngest person to win the Masters. Wow, 21, that's still crazy. playing in it now. That's yeah, it's true. Just uh, just finished uh, the other day. Not quite the same success. But, yeah, but still. But still. Still doing it. Think about it. Uh, what are we? Twenty five years later. Right. Wild. There you go. Some odds and ends for the morning. It's kiss. Vacations, staycations, more summer fun. What will you do when you win cash? Oh my god. Listen for the double dollars code words at 20 past the hour weekdays between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Daily winners get $2,000. Keep it all or give a grand to a friend because sharing is caring. Woo! 
get up to $10,000 cash. Open our app for full rules and info. Brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You deserve an advocate. Stories pulled from the KISS FM mobile app. This is what's going on around town on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is. These stories straight from your KISS FM mobile app, including the Missoula Children's Theater. They've got the uh, the new musical going on. Yes, SpongeBob SquarePants the musical, which uh, I, I remember this was on Broadway a few years back. And uh, I remember hearing it was actually amazing. Like, I've heard this is an incredible show. Uh, I never got to see it, but a few friends did, and uh, they said it was just like unbelievable. Like you can't, you can't believe how good the SpongeBob musical is. You know, <laughs> uh, SpongeBob's been on for twenty years. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I watched it when it first debuted. I was like six years old. That's crazy. Yeah, twenty years is wild. I mean, you, we talk about the Simpsons. What are they on? What are they on now? Simpsons is at like season thirty three, I think, something like that. They've been on for uh, since nineteen eighty nine. They're always talking about that. You hear The Simpsons so long, but you, yep. I, you don't really ever hear about SpongeBob and sure. how long it's been yeah. going. I've, I've never seen an episode of SpongeBob. You've never seen a single episode Not of SpongeBob? A single one. How? Uh, <laughs> like it's just been around. You have kids. I. Don't, you know what? Don't, don't spend much time with Nickelodeon, to be honest. Really? I mean, that, mine being younger now, it's more like you know we got Disney Plus going. I guess that makes sense. But um, weird. I think with the, you know, iPads and stuff coming into play where you can just pull up videos on demand or whatever. I, yeah. I believe, I mean, I'm assuming you don't have Paramount Plus because nobody does, but uh, SpongeBob. You know what? I just got it a week ago. Well, SpongeBob's on Paramount Plus the whole show, <laughs> so, uh, you know, just throwing it out there. But yeah, I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> Worth catching up. It's a great show. Those first few seasons, at least. And then I got older and I don't pay attention to it anymore. But uh, those first few seasons, A+. All right. Uh, but I've heard this musical's great. So Missoula Children's Theater doing the SpongeBob musical uh, should be really good. And that starts April 29th. And we've got uh, the link where you can uh, follow through and uh, get your tickets yeah. right there from the KISS FM story and your KISS FM mobile app. There you go. A couple concert announcements yesterday. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, Atmosphere and Iration, they've both been at the Kettle House before supporting other bands. Atmosphere was here last year playing uh, with Cypress Hill. Iration opened up Dirty Heads back in 2018. Uh, both bands, Atmosphere and Iration, playing together, doing a co-headlining show. And then also uh, Phil Lesh and Friends are going to be there on June 17th. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one, too. Phil Lesh from uh, Grateful Dead, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, okay. We uh, got that story you check out. Plus, the Silver Dollar Bar. You, you pass it on the you pass it on 90 when you're headed to Coeur d'Alene. Yes. Coming back. If you've never stopped in and checked it out. Where uh, they have all the the silver dollars, the bar top, and yeah. the walls. And I, I guess now it's spilling into the uh, to the gift shop. I guess so. so many people leaving behind. Yeah, I, I've never been to the uh, the silver dollar bar. The uh, the fifty thousand. It's it's called the fifty thousand silver dollar bar. But apparently they've been lying about that name for a long time because they have a lot <laughs> more coins than fifty thousand at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a story that I was checking out the other day, and it was, it was basically. How much? How many do they really have now? Right. And it, because it's it was, and it was kind of a cool history story over the years of uh, once it was uh, called the six thousand, and then the the eight thousand, <laughs> the ten thousand, then, yeah. then fifty thousand, and now they uh, they I guess they have a, a tally going, and they're they're almost at eighty two thousand. Wow. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe a name change. Maybe an order kind of soon. Somewhere down the line. Yeah, I yeah. can see when, once they get to a hundred thousand, that feels like the one where they would change the name, right? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm with you there. The next big significant number. But it's a kind of a cool story, and really kind of goes back to the history of how it started. Yeah, just over the years, pretty cool. All right, you can check that out with your Kiss FM mobile app or KissFM.com as well. Little look there, what's going on around town with Kiss? 
When it's country in St. Ignatius, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Doctor, are you going to... It's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson, we go commercial free for the workday. That kicks off coming up at 9.30. And goes all the way until 10.20 for 50 straight minutes. What are people arguing about online? Let's see. How about... How <laughs> you old? just throw a dart at, at a wall and see, <laughs> oh. what, see what's happening. Open up any website. Yep. You'll, you'll find the answer. <laughs> How old is too old to still be on your parents' cell phone plan? Okay. There's one. Uh, 21% of adults under 30 say their parents still pay their bill. Okay. I feel like there's a I think there's a difference between being on the plan or having them pay the bill. Yes. Yeah. I think like when I hear, are you on the true. plan? I think like, you know, oh, well, it's their plan. I'm on it so that I can get a better discount. Or right. There's cost. It costs less to have a bundle of three than than one. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. I'm on my parents' plan. I'll say that. So, you know, I, I, like that family plan has just been in effect forever. I don't know. Yeah. It hasn't hasn't been dissolved yet. So I'm gonna still be part of that plan. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess what they're asking though is basically if you're still on your parents' plan. Yeah. They're referring to it as they also pay the bill. Right. One in four people think you should be paying your own cell phone bill by the time you're 18. Another 27% somewhere between 18 and 25. And then uh, I like this one. 28% say, whatever, who cares? <laughs> Doesn't matter how old you are. If you can get a free ride, why not take it, it, you know? how old you are, yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, hey, I guess it's one of those things, you know, I can see both sides. Well, if they're willing to pay for it, hey, let them. Yeah. Also, you know, sure, maybe you should step up and do your own thing or whatever, Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean, either, either way, if, I think we're both just like, yeah, yeah, whatever if, you feel like doing. If the offer's out there for freebies, <laughs> why not take got, the freebies? You got to take it, right? Yeah. All right. That's what uh, that's what people are arguing about online today. How old is too old to be on your parents' cell phone plan? All right. Let's get you some Nashville news here for the morning. Your Music City 60 is on. It's 94.9 Kiss FM. You want the country music scoop, and we're getting you in the country music loop. It's the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Country icon George Strait is a CMT award winner for the very first time. He won earlier this week the 2022 Performance of the Year for his version of Is Anybody Going to San Antonio? George performed the song during the show CMT Giants Charlie Pride. On his Instagram, George said he couldn't believe he won, and it was special to George because it was a tribute to his friend, the late country great Charlie Pride. Country star Toby Keith has announced a Greatest Hits album that will be hitting store shelves on April 29th. Toby Keith Greatest Hits, The Show Dog Yerks, will be exclusively in red vinyl, like that solo cup, in a double record set at Walmart stores. Tracks include Don't Let the Old Man In, American Ride, and Red Solo Cup. You can find purple vinyl of the same record set on April 29th at tobykeith.com. And the Judds are following up from their performance on the CMT Awards by announcing they're taking one final tour with country great Martina McBride. The tour will come west as far as Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and will run from the end of September through October. I'm Tiama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. So play studio. We are Montana's country leader. 94.9 KISS FM. You know, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphics shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. All right, your nugget every morning. We try to find a fun fact, hopefully something you didn't already know that we can uh, we can share. And then you can 
turn around and share with others. Absolutely. Bask in the glory of the Nuggets. And uh, did you know it's been 100 years since we've had a U.S. president with facial hair? Yeah. <laughs> I guess a quick... Uh, Just a, a quick study of quick, all the presidents in your head. Yeah. rollback. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, the last time we had a president with any kind of facial hair was William Howard Taft from 1908 to 1912. He had a mustache. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, no mustaches, no beards, nothing like that over the course of the last hundred years. So it's all clean-shaven U.S. presidents. Come on, Biden. <laughs> Grow some chops. It's time. Oh, come on. Absolutely. Something. <laughs> all right, there you go. Need to or not, now you know.